0: News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or
1: advertisers. Good evening, everyone. Edmund Lee Raymer here with you with the Edmund Lee Raymer Show with my co-host, Mr. Murfreesboro himself, none other than Bill Wilson. We've got a good show for you tonight. Nate Burns is going to be joining us with Grand Slam Collectibles. Uh, we are on the air on WG, and I'll get into all that in just a minute. And uh, Zach is on the board for us. We appreciate y'all being here, but we have had folks, uh, fellows, we've had an emaciation of precipitation, haven't we? <laughs> 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 I had to write that down, Bill. Before we get started, do we have any other business to handle? Because when we get started here, we want to. Not to my to knowledge, on. any just, condolences to send out right now. No, we can think of. Off of I'm hand. sure there are I'm some. I'm sure there are. Not of any yeah. right now, just glad um, to be here. The weather has been unbelievable, Zach. We're going to keep you posted on this because it is raining now. I think to the north of us, to the west, but it's headed this way. It looks like it's going to miss us. It looks like it, but the ground is saturated, and uh, right now, Nate. Welcome back. We're glad to have you. We were with us three or four years ago. Grand
2: Slam Collectibles. Glad-,
1: glad to be back. Are you Thank dragon, you. baby? <laughs> you sound like Dick
2: Vitale there. Bro. I've known this guy for about 15 years or so. and yeah. uh, Do you care if I share? Go ahead. Okay. This guy is like, well, I'm like, he's like, I just, I love this dude because he's passionate about his baseball cards. And a long time ago, I shared with him, I had... I had a bunch of baseball cards at one time, but that was four divorces ago. Uh, <laughs> oh,
1: boy. But I've
2: always loved baseball cards. When I was a kid, my dad, God rest his soul, would give me and my younger brother, David, each a $100 bill. And we would go to the Great Escape down close to Vanderbilt. And instead of buying all of the newer cards then, the 70, right. we would go and buy the 58 Mickey Mantles, the Willie McCut. I mean, Willie Mays, you Ted Williams. I wish I, wish we I had, had all those cards. I wish
1: we had them today. I can tell you that. I can't
2: tell yeah. you. I was just talking to um, my girlfriend's father, Dickie Thomas. There's a, a card we were talking about. It was a, I think you and I talked a little, a little while ago. The error cards are, are valuable, aren't they? Yeah, some of them, yeah. There
3: right. was a
2: there was a card. It was a Hank Aaron card, but Willie Mays was sliding in. And I think we think that's a 54 tops. I told him I was going to ask you. We, find out but i'm I'm thinking well and the thing
1: that gets me nate about what you do is the wrestling wrestlers rick flair rick flair Uh, oh yeah all the guys that had cards you know and now you've got of course you know we started with the worst baseball that Mm -hmm. was the bigger but everything now you've got Kobe bryant cards rest his soul we lost him um you know uh hank aaron you've got so Mark McGuire and all right. these people. And unfortunately, in Kobe's case, as we were talking, of course, he, we, we lost him, unfortunately. And that makes the value of the card even well. more so, more, uh, more valuable. We're going to get on the air with this thing. Zach is on the board, as I said. We appreciate him being here. And but for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer. And yes, I am still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show.
3: With your host,
1: Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS, Murfreesboro. And this is, that's a little stiff upper lip for you from. ACDC, and this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach us tonight with your questions, comments, ideas, or text to at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And, uh, again, if you send a text to that number, uh, Zach will be glad to take it and read it over there. For those of you who do not wish to be heard live, and we understand some of you may not wish to, as you know, my co-host is Mr. Bill Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Murfreesboro. Our guest is Nate Burns, who's with us with Grand Slam Collectibles. And you can listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com and at Facebook at the Eben Lee Ramer Show on WGNS. Now, you can also watch us on Facebook Live at Bill's Mr. Murfreesboro page. And, Bill, are you live streaming that tonight? Right.
2: Yeah, we're on it right now. So
1: we're, we're on it right now. So tell tell people how to get there. Just go to Mr. Murphysboro.
2: That's MR period Murfreesboro spelt out. And then you right. can also call in at 615-893-1450. Okay.
1: okay. And you can also download the WGNS app. Take WGNS with you. Wherever you go and listen whenever you wish, you can listen to Angela Bingham. She does a show here at six. Simplicity. She's always doing a good job. And uh, Stephen Reynolds, who does a podcast, uh, The Man in the Middle. Always glad to put in a plug for Stephen. All right. Uh, There is a severe watch, severe thunderstorm watch until 10 p.m. in Rutherford and surrounding counties. So keep an eye to the sky. I don't think we're going to have any bad weather out of this, uh, Bill, but like I said, I never think done. most of us going to miss us. Yeah. You never know. You really don't. At least it's not snow and ice. <laughs> what was it, a week ago, it was uh,
2: six inches of snow, and then oh, it, now yesterday was 70, 70-something today. But right. let's get on with the show.
1: Let's get on with it. Nate. First of all, tell people where you are. Where are you located?
4: Uh, We're down in the uh, Big Lot Shopping Center. um, What used to be the OK Mart. That's right, the OK Mart uh, Shopping Center. Uh, We're in there at 1254 Northwest Broad Street. And uh, come down and see us. Uh, We have a passion down there for sports cards. So uh, if you've got some cards tucked away from when you were a kid, now might be the time to to dust them off because uh, the last six, eight months I've seen uh, you know, school teachers making tens of thousands of dollars on the side with sports cards. I've seen guys that um, ha- have bought single cards making you know five, six figures on sports cards. So there's a there's really a a, a renaissance coming back in sports cards. Sure it's like it real is. estate, isn't it? it well, no, right. I mean it's not really real estate. It's it's almost like the stock market. Um, but we're talking about you know when I came here three or four years ago, um, I was pretty much just trying to feed my family you know do what i love right yeah and now i get to do what i love and it's we're talking about serious money for some of our customers which is is a delight for me um because it's life-changing stuff for a lot of
1: these guys you make money and the customer does too that's the best of both worlds tell us about the show
2: that you have where you open up he's got this show you have to go to his page at grand slam collectibles and watch his show where they're, they're, they have a different language over there,
1: right? I'm not. Okay. I'm
2: saying they, the way they talk, they. Uh, you just have to watch it, okay? And then he'll go through, and you'll open up packages of cards, and go from there. Tell us how all that works.
4: Well, how that works is um, our customers will order on our website only at GrandSlam.com. And we open their personal box for them live in front of the nation, which is our customers, Grand Slam Nation, the greatest customers in all of sports cards. <laughs> um, also, um, where we get those at Southern Hobby uh, Supply in Nashville, they're the best distributor, too. So they send us the cards. Our customers buy them online and So then, they're watching. Yeah. The customers, there's normally four or five hundred people watching the show. Right. So what happens okay. is is a guy we may open up a box of cards and a guy gets a five thousand dollar card <laughs> where there's just a normal guy watching that will reach out to this customer and buy the card. Right. So there it's on a the air. yeah, it's a
1: win win situation. Money <laughs> that in the bank. Could not be better. We have a caller online. His name is John. John, Zach's gonna put you on you're on the air right now with Nathan Burns. Go ahead.
5: How you
6: doing, Nate? I was just wondering, what was your first memory of collecting as a child that you can remember that got you
1: hooked on this hobby and uh, and led you to where you are today? <laughs> Good question. Thank you, John.
4: It's a great question. Um, when I was seven years old, I guess my hero was my brother. He was 12, I was seven, and he we had moved to Huntington from Kentucky, uh, Huntington, Tennessee, and um, he was collecting baseball cards with his buddies. And me and my father, we walked into uh, b wright gas station, and there was 84 FLIR cello <laughs> packs there. And I just bought a pack with some money that I had earned, and I got Spent a- Spent ca- a dollar, maybe? It, was, it wasn't It was even a dollar. It was okay. about, I think they're 49 cents, right. um, or right. maybe 59. Yeah. And I got a Carl Yastrzemski, and when I got home, that was the first thing in my whole life that my- five-year-old brother wanted of mine you know i was smaller he didn't want to play with he-man or any of that stuff but that carl yastrzemski <laughs> card when i realized that my idol wanted that card it was it was like a spark that right. i was like oh you got to get more, more yeah cards. so from that point forward i mean I've been hustling cards since I was 12. So that first four or five years, it was just because my older brother. So that was the, I can tell you, that was the moment when I worked. So you've
1: got a lifetime of experience doing this. Uh, Yes. Really? Yeah, really. I, I do. John, do you have anything else? No,
6: uh, I mean, where do you see the hobby going in, in, in the next year or two? I mean, people are talking about the bubble bursting. I personally don't believe it as a collector, as a uh, sports card shop owner. What do you see is going to happen?
1: Good question. John, thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Nate, take it from there. I think when you see run-of-the-mill cards
4: um, that aren't really as rare as some people think, let's say um, – dom mattingly rookies or aaron Rodgers rookies run-of-the-mill stuff that you see double and triple over a two or three week period um that's th- those are cards that that's the time to sell and buy back in six months because it's going to come back down um, as far as the industry over the next year or two we have hedge funds spending millions of dollars um, on sports cards right now there was a, a Luca. Uh, Donchick That's card a nice night.
1: hedge funds actually investing in this
2: millions Listen and millions
4: this. of dollars calling trying to buy part of my store things like
2: that What like, was that card the the one that you that played for the Mavericks tell us about that the one that sold yeah. for 4.6 yeah.
4: 4.6 million last night so it's 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 something what's happened is is all the, all the middle-aged guys my age that were collecting cards from 84 to 89 um have got some money now and why would you buy uh you know a share of amazon that you can't really do anything with these these things today they have signatures and right. patches and right they're like artwork yeah. sure so you can yeah. actually enjoy your investment and make um you know amazing amounts of money And it let's say you don't make money on a card at least you have something you can enjoy you right. can put on you know you, you you do enjoy it there's plenty of people that go out there and buy purses that lose money left and right but with a sports sure. card uh you have the chance to make big money if you pick the right players. But as far as the next year or two, um, sky's the limit. I wouldn't have people go spend their their rent or anything on baseball cards. But what I would do is if I needed a second job right now driving an Uber or something like that to pick up a couple hundred extra bucks to invest in sports cards, that's what I would do. I feel like there's some big money that I'm seeing being made by just average people. Most industries, the top 10% make all the money. Realtors, right? Everybody. In this situation right now, it's about fifty percent of people are
2: making big money. And it's
4: it's that's, not,
1: that's a big percent. Big
2: bucks, no whammies.
4: It's
1: right. It's a miracle. What and do you think?
2: Is it baseball, basketball, football? What which card is the most valuable? Well and you have NASCAR.
1: Know, You've got NASCAR that got in right. on the act. I what mean, do you, what do you everybody. think? Baseball, football, basketball? Oh, it's
4: it's the NBA because NBA. of the uh, the overseas customers um will pay you know millions of dollars for a single sports card and it it, it's you just
1: really can't believe it until you see it you think somebody's
4: telling you a story but it's the truth well i
1: know you're not because but it is hard to believe it's hard for a guy like me to believe that don't i don't deal obviously in what you do every day right and uh you know, it is hard to believe. Okay,
2: look, let's let me see what time we we've got another caller coming uh, in.
1: But I have, I've gone. I'll tell you what. Let's do. We've got a caller coming in. Caller, we're going to take your call here in just a minute. Bear with us. We're going to go to our first series of breaks when Zach gets back in here. He's taking your call right now, and um, and we're with Nate Burns. Nate uh, is owner of Grand Slam Collectibles. Uh, we've got a call. No, okay, Zach, uh, we're going to let the caller hold, if you would, please. And we're going to go to our first series of breaks. Zach, I'm sorry I talked over. That's my fault, guys. And we'll be back right after this. We're with Nate Burns, owner of Grand, uh, Grand Slam Collectibles. Bill set this up for us. Bill, thank you. I appreciate yes. My co-host, Mr. Murfreesboro
3: himself, back with you right after this. this is Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Stay with us. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 TNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com.
1: Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, a tag them a run. Or if you need someone full of fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219, or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's PIofMT.com.
7: I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org.
1: All right, and we are back with Nate Burns, owner of Grand Slam Collectibles. We've got a caller on the line, Zach. If you put our caller on, caller, you are on the air live. Go.
0: Hey, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Thank you for uh, waiting. Back in nineteen sixty-eight, Kellogg's had a deal with the the car three dimensional. Yep. And uh. I collected those in that summer. I was like twelve years
1: old. I remember some of those, yes, sir.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if you know if there was even worth of those type of cards. They did it for like one summer, and then after that, it was over with. My little brother and uh, and sister they hated me because <laughs> they had to eat a box of Kellogg's raisin bran every day get for that to get
6: the card. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Do they still hate you, sir?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they do.
2: Do you have cards from? I, I have cards you? like a Ken Griffey, uh, maybe a.
1: Well, from. I understand with the caller. Do you have those cards, sir? I do not I have them.
6: I
0: they oh. laugh at me now because uh, the the last move my mother and dad made. They got missing, so I think they made it to the landfill. And they laughed at me. For oh, check with your siblings? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how they got back at me. And I was just wondering, <laughs> if there was ever a Hank Aaron card, because it was mostly baseball at that time, I was wondering if there was ever a Hank Aaron in that three-dimensional. They were very special cards.
4: Uh, to answer your question, no, there was not a Hank Aaron in the 1968 Kellogg set. Uh, there was not oh. a six- the There was a 1990. Could you imagine
0: there's a 1991. What that's worth? Uh, Could you yeah.
4: imagine what that was worth? if there were one? Yeah, the 68s are pretty expensive, man. Somebody threw away a lot of money.
1: Yes. Yes, they did. Caller, I, uh, I've got another caller, uh, another viewer, I'm sorry, a listener. Uh, Randy Crawford, Randy's a friend of mine, son-in-law deals in baseball and any other cards trying to get with him now. All of a sudden, now, Randy's going to start speaking to his son-in-law.
0: <laughs> so, about
2: about Nate,
1: the cards. Yeah, yeah, Nate, your healing families. Larry Cawthorn. <laughs> hello. How are you? Rita Johnson, thank you for listening. And Roger West, thank you. We we've got hundreds it. of people Yeah, we've got it. plenty of people that are watching us right now. Too. You got another caller for me, Zach? Jeff. Who? Jeff. Jeff's here. All right, Jeff, you're on the air. Go. How's it
6: going,
1: oh, I'm doing good. Jeff, how are you? What can we pretty do for pretty you?
6: Pretty I just want to tell... Uh, First day on team, it's emergency. Hanging there with the cats now. I know it's been a long
1: basketball season. So just hanging there with it. Hanging there. With, with, Me and Nate are having a tough. <laughs> we're having a tough time right about here. The right blue there. mist. Yeah.
6: <laughs> and we're not, not going to be like Tennessee and be
2: in the wilderness for decades. So. Gonna like, <laughs> the wilderness. <laughs> we're not going to so. We're going to be idle. Right, so. so Jeff,
1: be like, aren't you a, a Kentucky couple? fan too? You're- Jeff. Jeff, did you have a question?
6: <laughs> yeah, I do. I do have one for him. I, I do. I, just want, I, I went to a car show not long ago. There's a guy I know who does one. does them in town to Ramada twice a month.
5: Mm-hmm. Right. I just looked
6: around, yeah. and, and there's more of sports cards. This guy I started talking to, he had cards like, like pop, pop culture cards. He had one at Carmen Electric. He had one. And this one guy I was looking around, just walked around the room, and this guy had a couple of cards that were Gomer pile cards.
2: Gomer Pyle.
6: Gomer uh, Pyle.
2: Nate, and, and like, do you I, have a Do you have any Gomer Pyle cards now at this and, shop? And on the back
6: it said Go, uh, Gomer Pyle USNC on the back. I guess the sketch of the uh, episode. Of, I don't know whatever it was. Or maybe uh, the Planet of
2: look, the Apes. I've seen those too.
6: I kind of looked there. at there's all there's all it's not just sports cards there, there's all different kinds of yeah. kinds of uh, kinds of oh, kinds of cards. But I didn't want to <laughs> ask you about one thing. I know I had a card. I don't know where it is now. It's right probably here, here in my house somewhere. But do you remember Danny Ainge? You remember who that is?
2: Danny Ainge. Yeah. Yeah. He and Tree he Rollins got into smart. a fight. You
6: know what I'm talking about? Yes, Danny
2: sir. Danny Ainge, yeah, Boston was
1: Celtics, wasn't he? He, he bit Tree Rollins. He, he, got, he,
6: got drafted, he got drafted in baseball, too. I don't know what team, but they put out cards, and i got one of them. Blue Jays. In the house. Right. I'm not sure what that's worth. Probably not worth very
2: much. He bit Tree Rollins. one of my older cards, and I, I was a kid,
6: so I think so. Like You said be, the packs wasn't but 50 cents or 60 cents back in plus tax. one wasn't much. It didn't cost much, but... Ones of, the, ones of the rappers and they wouldn't
1: cost, couldn't cost very much. But, uh, Thanks, Jeff. To talk, I've been by your store and I appreciate you guys. Have a good week. Thanks, buddy. Amen. Thank Thanks you, for Jeff. the call, we buddy. Appreciate it. And, um, yeah, uh, the, <laughs> is, was he
4: kidding? <laughs> Do they have a Gomer Pop card? Yeah, they have. It's called Pop Century. There's a guy in the industry that <laughs> you can get Carmen Electra. You can get yeah. soccer players. Charlie Solo. Yeah, any of that stuff. It's pop culture, and it sells. It sells pretty good. So but that is unbelievable.
2: The Monkeys, hey hey with the no, monkeys? No, there's no monkey Oh, yes, no I've seen, seen them. No, that seen that show these talking about down here it's at one time there was only maybe 20 or 30 vendors now. It's uh, the place grown. is packed. I've it's seen packed. it on a weekend every other it side, is packed. Maybe it's once every Do you do you go to that? Uh, oh, yeah. Been by the, there? I, I've
4: that's just a couple miles from the house. That's the longest right. running show in America. Uh, that show John is McGill right? John, John McGill's McGill? been doing that show I think it's since
1: 89 um uh, well, I respect. know it's always on the marquee yeah. and they're there one is it once a month once it, or a couple no, it's months? twice. It's it, twice a month. Honor system month. too. Okay. Like his books,
2: there's like a dollar a piece. Yeah. He's got a little thing. Drop the money. I mean, it's yeah. really, it's really cool. Oh, I've schooled. never been
1: to it. I ought to go. You'll by. need to go. Yeah, yep. I need to go by there.
2: There's people that come from all around the country. There, there'll be somebody <laughs> well, from Indiana. Nate, that, when,
1: in, in what you do, did the internet uh, and the 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 expansion of it. Did it in, Did it impact you any as far as wanting to do to do more? Has I know it's you know made a big social impact. Media? On social media?
4: Social uh, yeah. media. Yes, social media. I mean, I guess through the '80s, '90s, and early 2000s, these small mom and pop shops were getting beat up by walmart and amazon sure. and, and right. things like that but for the first time in the last i mean 30 40 years the the small mom and pop shops have an advantage over the big ones. walmart people yeah. want to buy from people they know
1: well they have a lot more flexibility
4: yeah and right. they can you you have uh the opportunity to get to know your customer
1: sure
4: you have yep. an opportunity to deliver right to their door where um some of these others they're coming around but my my thing is is for the first time even small towns in america i feel like huntington um social media has given small businesses an opportunity you know whether you're a mr murphy's like he couldn't do what he does right. without social media it would have been impossible right. you said yep.
1: World, well i mean tonight i have people listening that are in southern kentucky my family and close friends are up there Terry Jones, if you're listening, you need to call in and tell him about those those cards. I was Nate and I were talking earlier, the ones that Dean threw away.
2: We've gotten away from the pen pals.
1: There's no more pen pals. <laughs> that well, was a dark day for not for Bill, Nate. He, he lost had, his pen pal. Well, I had, I had he never a friend in to, North Dakota. He never got to meet her. <laughs> well. Glenn, currently watching from Facebook. Thank you, Glenn. We appreciate you. Do you have a caller for us? we got another caller. We've got another caller. Caller, go ahead, please. Yes,
0: Nate.
5: How are you doing tonight?
1: My man, Glenn. How are you, buddy?
5: Good. I wanted to ask you about the charities, your favorite charities that you like to support. And then I'd also like to ask you how COVID has affected your business, and do you think people have spent more money on cards
2: because they couldn't pay to go to sporting events? Good question. Thank my man, you, Glenn. Glenn let me, we appreciate it.
1: First, Thank let me you tell much. you all
4: about Glenn. He's, okay. Him and his wife come into the store maybe once every couple of weeks. He he was actually a doctor at St. Jude while he was a doctor, wow. saving lives. Just Great one of those people, you know, those yeah. people that when you're around, they, they're just a bright light. So you just right. kind of gravitate towards them. So first, Glenn is one of my favorite customers just because he's he really is a well, good Saint human Jude being. St. Jude was one of the uh, – yeah.
1: Danny Thomas, he took the dream and he did it, and he did it with the help of people just like us. Right. But, you know. Five and ten dollars at a price right. and he did it. Go ahead, Nate. I'm sorry.
4: To answer your question, obviously, uh, St. Jude Hospital. I think we've raised. I don't know the exact number, but it's probably 150 thousand to 200 thousand now for St. Jude Hospital and the Pat Tillman Foundation. It's um, awesome. I, I feel like. I mean those those two. Oh.
1: Uh, oh. This this will end up cutting. Fine. So just wait. Just wait. It'll
2: Okay.
1: Hi. Uh, okay, and we are back. We apologize for that. And again, that's severe thunderstorm uh, watch until 10 p.m. in Rutherford and surrounding counties. Okay. Well, tell, tell now, Nate, you were talking answering Glenn's question. We've got caller waiting. We've got calls coming in. Folks, okay. be patient. Nate, and you're talking about he was at. You're talking about your favorite charities Uh and how COVID has affected your business. Uh, I'm going to bet that it's done very well for
4: you. It has COVID. um, Probably is the um, one of the luckiest as as far as. people being at home needing entertainment sure things like that right. for anybody in the sports card industry um we're really just having a surge upon a surge upon a surge and that situation was one of the surges but with that said um we were doing these things before covid we were doing them during covid and we'll do them when we're you know after covid but with that said covid People staying home looking for something to do, something to spend their money on, right? Going through yeah. their closets, so, going through their closets, sure. just trying to find something. Yeah, people started
2: you know, cleaning yeah, up their yeah. house. That's the first thing they did. So, no, sure. needing extra money, then they find something. Oh, my lord, it's worth a thousand dollars or whatever. Right. It's like, yeah. I had no idea unless
1: if it had been for COVID, okay. they would never. Yeah, been. we have got Justin, Justin on the line, and Justin, you're live right now. Go ahead. I guess this is Justin.
0: Nate, Nate. What's up, man? This is Justin and Jessica. Uh, just wanted to give you a quick shout out, man. Appreciate uh, the black magic that Michael Jordan and uh, that Joe Burrow you pulled out of contenders. That was sweet, man. We're really excited and looking forward to getting the redemption. But um, I just had a couple questions for you. First, um, like as a business owner and just like as a human being, I suppose. Like, what advice would you give people on how to face doubt and adversity? And then also is there an update on uh are you still gonna get a horse in that Kentucky Derby? Justin and I are gonna come on. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um Justin, thank you very much. We appreciate your call. Thank you.
4: It's a good question. I feel like doubt is what kept me on the sidelines so long. Sometimes It'll keep you out of the game yeah, if you're not careful. It it might uh it just it's something that it seems like the world tends to um the universe seems to open up for those that have a little bit of courage and uh, follow their heart. So, you know, the adversity part of it you were talking about is I think those things are good. Whenever you're going through adversity, there's nobody that's done anything in any industry that hasn't had some adversity. There's a lot of people that have an ego and won't explain or, or share those moments with you. But as you guys know, I don't mind telling you about the, the shortcomings. And those are OK. They're, they're, they're what build what... Um, or they are what make you successful in the end. It, it, it's
1: not any fun to go through
4: at the beginning. It's or life. Or you're make it's you life. Stronger, We're all it? going yeah.
1: to face that adversity at one time or another. Right. From
4: something. And as far as being – I think all businesses, whether it's a small business, a large business, um, I think it's pretty simple when you're talking about being a human being. I think people want to deal with um, human beings. They're not – they don't want to talk – with uh, automation and things no, like that.
1: I know exactly where you're coming from. Yeah, right. so I right. think
4: just treat people the way you want to be treated, and, and 90 times out of 100, you're going to do well. You're going to have that bottom 10% that caused you headaches, but I, I think just treat people the way you want to be treated, and sky's the limit. It's about well, relationships, Well, see, and isn't
1: it? here's the thing, Nate. In my day, uh, and I'm older than you and Bill, okay, I go back to the uh, – of handshakes and – uh, uh, and a pat on the back for someone. And if you had a, a difference of opinion with someone, you know, you got in the car and you went and you went to go see them and said, hey, we got a problem here we need to sit down and talk about. Social media and the, it started in the 80s with the answering machine. Well, I said, this is just an excuse for somebody not to have to deal face to face with someone. And I don't like that. I don't. I mean, even if it's good news, I like delivering it face to face. Hey, I've got some good stuff to tell you. Let's talk about this. Right. Now, that's the easy part. That's that makes a fun day. Right. But then, when you have bad news, and bad news comes to all of us in one form or another, you know, take health issues. Hey, that's you know, finances, can you be romances, a doctor? and health. Let me tell you what; these doctors earn their keep. They truly do, because there's a lot of them that for every good day they had, they may have had three bad ones just before. You right. Know. And I've I've spoken with some of them about it. And adversity goes with it. And But be grateful for what we have. You know, all of us got up this morning, breathed good fresh air, had a good drink of cold water. I'm feeling pretty good, you know.
2: What do you see, uh, on another subject, where do you see uh, Grand Slam collectibles? Are you growing the business? Do you think you're not a franchise, but expand on it? Are you going to stay here? Yeah, in will you, you
1: stay here? You get a bigger location. What do you? I mean, do you want to stay here? I mean, what's your thoughts on that?
2: Um,
4: you know, it's one of those things where I have some employees. I mean, they're they're pretty much like family to me. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, anybody who has a, a business needs great employees. People that you can trust. People that you actually care about. And people that are enthusiastic work. about right. what you are. Yeah. Right. So it's it's important for me. To continue Grand Slam collectibles in some capacity because um, I'm just as um, I'm just as interested in, in their lives changing as mine, just because I was maybe a little bit ahead. Um, because I started, it doesn't mean my work is done when I'm satisfied, which I am. I there's nothing that I really want. I've, I've got achieved, a baseball card. Yeah, I've got my. He's got his own baseball you know, card. I, I'm happy with who I am and, and and what I've done, and I want those guys to have a, a career there. So sure, I I want to train those guys, and you know we're we're planning on um, running that business for many years, but it may just not be me. My guys are capable of doing. Uh, the things that I do, um, it's a rare situation. So, um, hey, there may be years where I don't make any money, and they make more money than I do. Uh, we were talking about you know, that you know what they've that's... earned it. They, well, they've I earned mean,
1: their keep. You've you've taken some hits along the way. That's right. That's business. That's part of it. Right. And especially in that beginning four, five, six years, that you know, I'm sure you've bought a lot of cards, and maybe. This was as good worth, as what right. I thought. You know, I bought that Ed Ramer card. He's not going <laughs> it's anywhere. in the man. trash,
2: man. <laughs> Nate, did, what do you do like for Huntington, your hometown? Because I, I, you know, I keep right it with you. Uh, you do a lot of charity back in your hometown, right? right. For your school, is it the high school or, or the whole town in general? Just, just the town. I mean, my, I'm from
4: Huntington. I moved there when I was seven. Humphreys you know. County no carroll county carroll i'm sorry carroll Carroll county County, County. baby 38344 and i moved there in a pretty tough time i was seven Uh, my dad took a chance and bought a cpa firm there and moved us from you know everything i knew so i was in a pretty tough spot as a seven-year-old and those those folks adopted me and made me one of their own so they're from it's a rural area right and you know sometimes people need help with their electric bill or sometimes they need help um in other ways and that's that's really important to me. Um, I've never seen a hearse pull a U-Haul. They don't pull have any. They're not no, a, you're with, right, brother.
1: I talked with Mr. Woodford once, and there's not a hitch. Not a, there's not, no. a, not, a, not a ball yeah. hitch on any hearse he's yeah. got. Right.
2: This guy's great about that because, I mean, yeah, paying right. electric
1: bills. When yeah. somebody's down,
2: you're there to help them out. There needs to be more people like this. Well, I mean, I'm and talking.
1: here's the thing. You've got someone who's been paying an electric bill from the same address for 25 years. They've hit. They've hit hard times. Okay, let's cut them off. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, Mister Electric Company, you right. made some money off this right. customer the last twenty-five years. Let's don't throw the baby right. out with the bathwater. Right now, I know we can't all go down the road throwing out fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> bills fistful at a time, but like Bill can, but no, not, <laughs> but you know, I, I agree. Now you know what I'm saying. You don't just abandon a person because. And listen, through this COVID thing, listen, you've got a bunch of people that, There's are, a lot of that people have been hurt. out of People it, in the yeah. entertainment business, and it's not just the entertainment business. The electricians, the carpenters, the people that were on the road, yeah. the sound crews, all these people have been sitting around twiddling their thumbs. It's been tough. Yeah, COVID didn't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. No, or it makes or no difference at all. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, you
2: can be rich, poor, whatever. Tell me about the baseball card. How did that happen? Because I. And you actually go around speaking at conventions and stuff, right? Tell well that was that. just
4: at that convention they asked me to speak about the Was break it Las Vegas? It was, was it? um it was Phoenix. It was Phoenix, Arizona that year. It was Phoenix.
2: Okay, you flew out there and then yeah. how did the baseball how did you know you're getting a baseball card and how did they reveal it to you?
4: Well that was it's I don't really like talking about how we got it because it makes us look like we did something
2: like your generous No, yeah.
4: that we're generous, but we were. I was doing it for marketing purposes, I, right. you know. But what happened was there was a breaker like I am, and he was shot and killed in a. Uh, he had a part, a full time job, part time breaker, and he was killed at a mass shooting in Illinois. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, tops. There were all of us. All of the the card shop owners were there. And they offered whoever would uh, donate towards his kid's college fund the card. Right. And the biggest guy in the industry is you know essentially ivan drago as far as i'm concerned and out of where is he he's he his his he's out of virginia but okay. he's the biggest baddest dude on the block right and he was bidding away so right. I, the first thing i did was i called my employees because it affects them too when we're trying sure. to do something like that right. right and they were like yo let's roll and uh we just we wouldn't stop bidding until until we got it and so what we did was on the back of the card, we were able to explain our show, who's on our right. team. Wow. Right. So, you know, it's a win win. It wasn't it wasn't anything charitable. You know, it was I was trying to make a, a marketing decision for our small business and I feel like it paid off and it did. We ended up selling um a hundred, no, eleven 1, hundred and forty four boxes of what those cards. Great. So yeah, it paid for wow. itself.
1: Okay. We've got a caller on the line. Kevin's on the line right now. Kevin, go ahead. What's up? What's up? Hello. It's the Bowman Chrome King.
5: What's up, Kevin? How are you, buddy? <laughs> all right. Let me tell y'all what Nathan did for me. All right. So I had sworn off of Facebook that I would never use it. Ever. I
1: did. I do about once a week, Kevin. So.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said, Kevin, you know, you really need to create a uh, page. You know, we have a, a program we have on there for our customers. And you can find some really good deals in there and stuff. And I rejected it. And I came in the store again. He told me again. And I rejected it. And he came in the store. I came in the store again. He told me again. So finally did it. And man, so utilizing that that after hours page, it's just made my uh, whole collecting experience explode. Like he's done. He's done a lot for me that I I won't say because I don't want to embarrass him, but. For him to get my stubborn head out of my behind (laughs) and get me on Facebook and get me where I needed to be, he helped me get in the lane that I needed to be in. So I can remember sitting in the shop when he first opened, and we would be the only two there. He would be the only one there. Are you calling from Murfreesboro? Yeah.
2: You're from Murfreesboro? Yeah,
5: Uh, yeah, I live about 10 miles away from the shop. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so, and not to mention just that, but just like, you know, giving in, inspirational uh, pieces to us and, you know, telling us, go for it, man. Hey, you know, uh, you got to take your shot. So Nathan took a shot, and he's succeeding now, and I'm just real proud of him, and I'm just real thankful for everything he's did for me, and that's just kind of the story I wanted to share. I'm going to get off the line and go back on uh, Facebook.
1: And- <laughs> but Kevin, thanks, Kevin, Kevin. it is good to hear, Kevin, that social media impacted you in a positive way.
2: I'm going to tell you this. I think there's Thank going to be you, a movie one day about this guy right here. Seriously. As long as right. George Clooney plays me.
1: <laughs> well, I was thinking. Okay, I think Mr. it's Murpherson. time. Let me go to the break while I talk to these two ladies and gentlemen and any of you that know any of these two. You know they need a good talking to from time to time. I'll tell you what. Let's go to our final series break. I want to give uh, Nate the best yield of time we can. You're listening to the Edwin Lee Ramer Show. Nathan Burns owner of Grand Slam Collectibles. Give us a call if you want to. uh, He may be able to do a quick appraisal for you, but I'm not going to guarantee that. Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson, has been kind enough again to set this up. With Zach's on the board, we're glad to be here at WGNS, will you? Back right after this. Stay with us.
3: Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com.
1: Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, a tag them a run, or if you need someone full of fledged followed, follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615 390 7219. That's 615 390 7219. Or check out our website at pi of mt.com. That's pi of mt.com.
7: I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org.
4: He's like, I don't know the number. <laughs> We're
1: going to tell him here. In just uh, a okay, we are back. Our, our number here, uh, someone was asking, is 615-893-1450. By the way, this is Edwin Lee Ramer. <laughs> 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 this guy in the middle here with us is Mr. Nate Burns, owner of Grand Slam Collectibles. And that guy over <laughs> there in the baseball cap is none other than Mr. Murfreesboro himself, Bill Wilson. So many of you are listening. Uh, Zach is on the board with us. And um, our number, again, 615-893-1450. And I think Josh is on the line. Is that right, Zach? Josh, you're on the air. Go ahead, sir.
5: Big Nate Dog.
1: What's up, Bob? Man, how are you?
5: Amazing, as always, <laughs> as you. Um, quick question. I Buying, selling, hold, or let go. Um, I'm super passionate about Reggie Miller. Um, and it's one of those deals where I have a bunch of, let's say, limited number cards all the way down to five. And would you say that he's a good prospect or just be passionate about what you collect?
4: Well, I'd say both. I mean, just like you saw with me with Kobe Bryant this last couple of weeks, I love Kobe Bryant cards, but I also I've got kids that need a college education and <laughs> yeah. I need to pay the rent and things like that, right? So right. what I would do is, with Reggie Miller, there hasn't been a real huge bump in his cards. And, I mean, he's obviously a Hall of Famer. Um, I, would, I would first pick the ones that I enjoy the most, and I would use those as the last line of defense. But the ones, there'll be a time when Reggie Miller cards, pop off and i would sell those uh, cards that i'm not so attached to take that money invest it in a family vacation invest it in other cards i mean it's not all about sports cards but always remember guys if you buy a card for a 100 bucks and it's worth a million dollars but you never sell it you you just you just spend a hundred dollars to enjoy that card you're going to have to cash in at some point on some of these cards or you're doing nothing but uh you know uh, spending money like going to the movies or anything else again that's fine i'm sure. just saying
1: and but, if that's what you want to do that's fine if you that's right to do that that's fine
4: where are the hottest cards right now uh right. hottest uh michael jordan kobe and lebron those right. three those three let are, me ask
1: you this uh i was in we, we sold cars at one time right Bros brothers automotive okay they always told us don't ever get attached to a car that's right Bill, I'm sure you may don't get too attached to a piece of real estate. Right, it's just a piece of real estate. How do you feel about that in the card business? I mean, obviously you've got to play. You you you've got to use some strategy here. But right. uh, but like you say, you know, it's like you said about Kobe Bryant. I mean, you've uh-huh. got kids to feed and you know and rent to pay and and bills to pay like everyone else. Right. But do you ever get married to a card? Uh, no
4: uh not married to one um there's right. a couple uh gifts that people have given me that I wouldn't sell but other than right. that okay. um I think that it's all up to the individual there are some people that will just never sell a card because they're passionate about that card me personally I enjoy um buying whether it's a sports card or a, a rock or a stamp or whatever and and selling it for you know, x you know plus, plus. because yeah. there will
1: be something else coming down the pipe. that's right. You always have to keep
4: turning your your inventory. so I would um think that it's just up to the individual man you 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 just want to do follow it your heart. If you've sold a card and then you regretted it for five years later, probably the next time, don't sell the card. Right. But if okay. you sold it and you enjoyed the 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 benefit of the
1: cash, sell the card. Six one five eight nine three one four five zero. Now let me ask you this: How about merchandise versus the card? The collectibles,
2: sports Helmet's collectibles.
1: caps, shirts, yeah. footballs, the basketballs themselves. You know, did uh, did do, do you get into much of that, or do you stay primarily with the cards? How do you what feel? What percentage about that? is that? Yeah, yeah. What
2: percentage would be like your Muhammad Ali?
1: Uh, the boxing gloves yeah, and all uh, sure.
4: maybe 1%. I'd say 99% right. sports cards whether they're graded or they're in boxes, you know, unopened boxes and then 1 or 2% maybe um you know Mother Teresa autographs or um a presidential autograph. Shout out to my man Rookie uh that works up there. He's the shipping manager and uh he's a big presidential
2: He's a historian.
4: Yeah, right. he he's a legit dude, man. That dude, he's ride or die. Yeah, that ride dude's legit. I got a
1: text question for you. All right. um, COVID unopened boxes of first run upper deck football cards. Do they have any value? COVID or could. Could could gun Unopened. I'm sorry. Yes, could. I'm sorry. Not- Zach, learn how to write. Could could okay. Yes. Could unopened box is first run Upper Deck football cards. Yeah, it's have 1991.
4: 1991 Upper Deck is the first run. It's got Brett Favre rookies in it. Um, there's a little bit of a Renaissance in that. Those used to be five or ten bucks a box, and now they're probably, I, I would assume, 40 50 bucks. But what about
1: complete sets that are unopened? Uh, like, a, like a baseball. Baseball. I'm talking baseball. <laughs>
4: um all of it is is right. making a comeback. It used to be what we considered junk, junk wax because they made so much of made it. So much but of the it. demand is, is greater than the supply now. So, um anything you have, um if you're here local, come see me and if you're not, I would find a local card shop, but I would check the Google reviews. Uh Record. not all card shops are equal and uh right. you want to deal yep. with someone who's going to treat you the way you want to be treated.
1: And uh let me ask you this, and I don't mean to kick anybody, now, in your smaller towns, uh-huh. there are a lot of card shops that you know, just a little shop a guy's got. He may be, like Bill, may be in the real estate business. May guy may own a radio station, and I'm doing some card stuff here, you know. Um, but should you look for someone that is primarily in like what you do? You, this is full time for you. That's this it. is it. Not somebody that's, for example, at a Part-time. pawn shop. At a yeah. pawn shop selling guns and everything else. Oh, by the way, we got some cards over here too. Uh, now you can get some bargains in those places, I guess. Right. But uh for people that I would say for people need to know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, um yes. You wanna you wanna deal with someone that's right. got
4: high Google reviews. That you know, those first ten or twenty reviews, that's gonna be family members, friends, things like that. You wanna you wanna take away the bottom ten reviews and the top ten reviews and if those are four point six to four point nine, that, that's your guys. Yeah. You you want someone with knowledge, um, but be respectful of their time, too. They're not there to sure. appraise your cards for free. And, you know, but within reason, that, that's where you're going to want to go
1: to get a, a fair value. And, now, undoubtedly, you do appraisals.
2: Um, I, I mean, really. No, barely, no. I mean, what doing? about error cards? Are they?
4: <laughs> yeah, the error cards? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like the 89 Bill Ripken? you know with the obscenity on the bat that that's a big car is really, a big car yeah.
2: do you have an idea what it's worth um well a psa 10 is about five or six hundred bucks right now um is that, it better uh, to get graded is it good for a buy somebody out there who has a a box full of cars you send it to beckett what are the two or three great people who grade cars beckett psa what, is, what are some other ones
4: really those are the two that i would use as psa and beckett and the reason are um it's not really what i want it's what the customer wants and if the customer's buying psa and beckett why would you send it somewhere else um people can make all the excuses in the world why to send it to somewhere else Uh, but for me as a card shop owner i'm wanting to fill my showcases up with psa graded cards and beckett graded cards and nines uh, are good. Right. Yeah, nines. You're looking now, for now. Let none. me
1: ask you: What about the Playboy and Penthouse cards? Now I've got several of those. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I'd I'm, say, I'm, I'm joking about. It. Yeah. Do they have them? Oh, oh, I'm sure they
4: have them. I'd say Hugh uh, Hugh Hefner's autograph is money, man. That dude's a legend. He's a trailblazer.
1: Well, in fact, <laughs> uh, you're you're right. A he is. Yeah, no, no, well, he is. I mean, he never knew. He, I saw an interview. He, he's he passed alive. away. No, he passed okay. away. Yeah, rest in peace. And uh, he said, "I never realized the sexual revolution was going to go as crazy as it did." You know,
4: right place, right time. I'm telling you. You know, he, so he, that's a know. man who did what he loved, though. He was passionate about what he did. He I mean, know, I'm not. I mean, if you really, get I from know. Me, like I'm being sincere when I, I say know. that. Yeah, jacket yeah. In yeah. His yeah, yeah, well, he
1: saw the vision, and I don't right. think it was in a in a raunchy way. He he saw what that could become, yeah. and I think is it his daughter that runs the thing today. I believe. I yeah. think she took it over, even long before he passed away. Right, and I—who could fight with Larry Flynn? I mean, he was a First Amendment icon. He beat Jerry Falwell. And let's talk in about that fifty-two set of cards. <laughs> you, don't you
2: have a, cl- a fifty-two yeah. set? Sorry, and then, what does that work? I guess it's a family. Uh, nineteen
4: fifty-two top set where we put a price tag on it of one hundred twenty-four
2: thousand nine ninety-five. That's your. That your. Those are yours.
4: Those are ours,
2: yeah. yeah. And how long did it take you to collect those? About two years. How many cards are in the set? 407. 407. The most valuable Now, why card?
1: 1952?
4: Because it's Mickey Mantle's first Topps card. It's the card. Oh, okay. You've probably seen right. in the news in the last couple of weeks, there was one that sold for $5 million in a higher grade. Mine is a lower right. condition yeah. card. But there was one that sold for about $5 million, and then there was a— $5 million.
2: A, I have that card— but in a lower grade. Right. So, and then okay. Hank Aaron stuff's gone up since he passed. I saw where he had a 54th Orangeback Aaron yeah, that's the at rookie. the show, $6,000, right. down here at the Ramada. Yeah. That's, last his, weekend. Rookie, yeah. Yeah, that's his rookie card. I had two tops. of them.
1: I had two of
3: them. Okay.
1: Mm. We have Andrew on the line with a question, I guess, for Nate. Andrew, go ahead. Thanks for calling.
3: Oh, thank you. Howdy, Nate. I was just wondering if you could tell a story about the – day that you had the uh sale of the it was a dollar 10 and just uh how you are inspirational to keep on uh with your dream and yeah. uh, didn't give up yeah thank I, you
1: yeah no I appreciate. thank you andrew we appreciate that thank you
4: yeah um that first six months or so you guys got to remember when i opened this store there wasn't a card shop in the entire country that opened there was, wow. I, there was not a, there I'll say that again, and I'm, I'm right. There was not a card shop that opened in 2016 other than us. It was a dying industry. Really? Uh, people Is said I was right? crazy. For the most part, my family, my brother, my mother, my father, my kids, um, my wife at that time, um, supported me and believed in me. But with that said, um, you got to remember, there's so many people who think you can't. And there would be people that came into the store and they would walk in the front door and say, They would literally say to your face, well, how do you even make a living? And you can do two things with that. You can either you can kind of let it be a downer or you can put that in your furnace and let it burn a little bit. Motivate. And um, that dollar 10 at the time, I remember I was out of town and Gary was working. I paid a man, what, you know, 15 bucks an hour to sell a dollar 10 on a day. And I remember thinking, man, have I made a mistake? But but you know that those are humbling and experiences. Now when you
1: say a dollar i I'm That's sorry, how I much money remember. made that, that day. That,
4: the entire day we sold a dollar plus tax, one a dollar, one, $1 dollar. dollar the first year. So what Goodness what gracious. the caller I think is getting at is is um, there's going to be it's not always going to be ups. There's going to be some downs, and you got to stick to the fight. Um, don't let people with small minds or or, or or no dreams tell you that you can't achieve yours because they're not capable of it. Um, if I had to listen to the, some of those guys that walked in my doors the first six months, I wouldn't be here talking to you guys today. And now there's nobody who comes into my store and asks me how I make a living. Right. Um, so you can, you know, overcome things. And I really think it starts with passion. I would have done this for essentially free i just sure. love what i do sure. right so um, the money's just a little bonus but um, when i saw that dollar 10 it was just hey that was the bottom baby we've, we've been going up ever since well that's what that's right. always we a lot
1: of people for example keith richards or mick jagger why are you still running around the world playing a guitar now not that they have the last year or so but they and i saw one guy that put he said you what play transfusion for your, you play for your you play for your craft they're certainly not doing it for the money. Right. Goodness knows the Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, all those people. Right. They've They've got plenty. Bob McCartney's probably worth a billion dollars. Right. He doesn't have to do that. Right. Let's talk about something important. How right. are your boys doing? My boys are
4: doing well. Are My, they listening tonight? They they're doing their homework finally. So I bet they're probably <laughs> they be. They're listening to their old man in the background. I hope. Uh, they're <laughs> no they're the yeah they're the princes uh, uh you know so they gotta they they gotta <laughs> the be listening. <laughs> yeah. <maybe>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, what was it? Let me ask you this: What was it like meeting Ric Flair? Woo. Well, you should ask Ric Flair what it was like meeting me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I did come down there and I got a glimpse of him. But uh, he was a character. In all honesty, he a character.
4: In all seriousness, first, Ric Flair is a big fanboy of LeBron. So after he was done, we got to sit and watch an NBA basketball game with him, watching his buddy. He loves LeBron. LeBron so James, yeah. th- there's some good stories there. He was super nice guy. He was not in the best shape at that time. He's really bounced back and he was a trooper, man. Um, Women were coming in, wanting to talk to him right in front of his fiance at the time. It was pretty wild. Uh, Good stories, great guy.
2: He really did me a favor. He's somebody who who didn't have to do do what he did did yet. What about the Brooklyn Nets? Are they going all the way this year? The Brooklyn Nets? No.
1: Okay. Okay, we're nearing the end of our hour here with Mr. Nathan Burns. And he is the owner of Grand Slam Collectibles right here in Murfreesboro. Give us your address again. You're on Northwest Broad. I'm at
4: 1254 Northwest Broad Street. I want to give a shout-out, though, if I can real Yo, quick. go to, right ahead. To, I want to give a shout-out to Sherry, my girlfriend. She's been putting up with me working all these hours, so you gotta <laughs> got to give her some respect on the air. appreciate it.
1: Thank you, and Sherry. Okay. Bill, thanks for setting us up. Nate, thanks for moving ahead and get those boys, and let's get them taken care of. Zach, thank you. Great job on the board. And listen to last week's hour that we had with former uh, Tennessee United States Congressman Bob Clement. That's a shift of gears for you folks. We go from sports cards to, to, to politics. So stay with us. Bill, thank you again. You're Have well. a good week. Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro. Until um, next week, stay with us for our 9 o'clock hour. I'm Evan Lee Raymer. Thanks for listening.
7: News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro.